KL, it's Father Bryce. Welcome to our daily podcast as we begin a new series on the Creed. Every Sunday, we stand all together after the homily and declare, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and so on and so forth. We proclaim our faith. We profess the faith that has been handed down to us. So what does it mean? How might we pray the creed better? How might we enter more deeply into this part of the Holy Mass? Well, somebody suggested to me, Father, for your your podcast, why don't you just go through the creed? Uh, It would be helpful for us to pray the Mass better if we understood more about what we were professing to believe. So the creed has 12 articles. Remember, our Father had seven petitions. The creed has 12 articles. Uh, And we won't do one article a day. Uh, It'll take us some days will take, or rather some articles will take more than one day. And of course, we'll have homilies uh, from maybe some of the school masses and from Sunday masses interspersed here. Uh, So it'll take us a while, but we can walk through the creed. And, And one of the blessings of it taking us a while is that every week you can pick up one thing from one of the podcasts about the creed and then bring it with you to mass. Write it down, like write it in your journal. If you have a journal, if you don't have a prayer journal, I recommend that you get one. Uh, But if you don't do that, write it down on a sticky note, write it down on like your hand, write it down somewhere. When you come to Mass, something that struck you. And then when we stand to pray the Creed, remember it and pray more deeply and pray more fervently. The faith, declare the faith that has been handed down to us. So the Creed begins. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things, visible and invisible. That's the first article. And today, I just want to talk about the first part of the first article. I believe in one God. Credo in unum Deum. Not three gods. Not 17 gods. Not the pantheon of the gods of the ancient Near East or of the continent of, of the subcontinent of India or of the animists who lived in America. No. One God, the one true God, before whom, whom all else stands as naught. In, uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4, we hear a proclamation of, uh, of the faith of Israel, which is the proclamation of our faith. And the Jews, they repeat this, uh, I think it's three times, maybe it's five times a day. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Adonai Israel, Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. It's also the first commandment. I am the Lord your God, and you shall have no other gods before me. Your God is the only one. He is the Almighty Father. He created all that is. And He reveals Himself to us. And not only is God God one, but in God's oneness, He is a family. That's what St. John Paul II says. The Holy Trinity, God is a family. And one of the early church councils, it's called Lateran Four, says, quoted in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, We firmly believe and confess without reservation that there is truly one true God, eternal, 
infinite and unchangeable, incomprehensible, almighty, and ineffable, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, three persons indeed, but one essence, substance, or nature, entirely simple. See, to say God is one means that God is simple. It means that there is no uh, compartmentalization in God. God is not made up of parts. So, for example, uh, God. the Bible says in 1 John that God is love. That means all God does is love. That means nothing is separated from his love. We say that God gives grace. Like he gives his life to us. He bestows favor on us. Well, that's all God does. Is he imparts grace to us. God isn't composed of parts. God simply is. When he appeared to Moses at the burning bush, Moses asked, who are you? And God said something like, I am who am. I am the one who is. You see, we all depend on something else for our existence. For example, we depend on our parents. For example, we depend upon air. We we depend upon the nutrients we receive for food. We depend upon that which makes there to be something rather than nothing. That's God. Who does that? We, We do not cause ourselves to be. But God does. He is the one who is. And God, he does. He, dec- he discloses his name. He says, I am who am. He says, I am the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and Jacob. And then when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to deliver from the law those subject to it, and his name is Jesus Christ. We'll talk more about that as we get to later articles in the creed. But the fact is that our knowing God's name, I am who am. I am the God of your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Or at least getting an approximation to God's name. God is revealing himself to us. And John chapter 4 says we worship what we know. Actually, Jesus says in John chapter 4, we worship what we know. So the one God reveals his name to us. He reveals himself, himself to us so that we might know him and so that we might worship him. So then you and I stand in awe before God. Moses took off his shoes. Isaiah cries out, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips. Peter, when he sees the divinity of Jesus, falls on his knees and proclaims, Do part, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Because, because God is holy. He is other. He is set apart. That's what holy means. Sanctified, consecrated means to be set apart. God is other. But because God is holy, he can also forgive the man who recognizes that he is a sinner before him. And so we fall down on our face. We fall down on our knees before God who is. And we recognize that it is the God who loves us. It is a God who is not an impersonal force, but a person, actually, a communion of persons who has revealed his name so that we might worship him. And what do we do when we worship? We enter into relationship with him. And so the Bible goes further. When St. John declares, inspired by the Holy Spirit, that God is love. God's very being is love. By sending his only son and the spirit in the fullness of time, God has revealed his innermost secret. 
God himself is an eternal exchange of love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he has destined us to share in that exchange. And because God is one, because God is all-powerful, because God is all-loving, we can place our trust in him. And thus we listen to the words of St. Teresa of Alma. Let nothing disturb you, let nothing frighten you. All things pass away, God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever has God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. Remember that. God is one. God is powerful. God is love. God is trustworthy. And God alone suffices. Here's the last thing. That was kind of a lot. And it may have been kind of complicated. And you might want to say, well, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I don't know how I can understand God or how I can understand the mystery of God. Well, here's some wisdom from the Catechism and some wisdom from St. Augustine. Even when he reveals himself, God remains a mystery beyond words. St. Augustine says, if you understood him, it would not be God. So if it is a little complicated, if God is hard to understand, know that he's supposed to be. Because he's different than us. If you understood him, it would not be God. Someone once said that uh, life is not a problem to be solved, but a mystery to be lived. The same is true for our relationship with God. Understand God is not a problem to be solved. God is a person to live in relationship with. So let's enter into the relationship. Let's trust him. Let's bow in awe before his presence, especially when we come to Holy Mass. And let us always remember that God alone suffices. And I can't help but leaving you with, again with St. Teresa of Avila's words, which have a very special place in my heart. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. All things pass away. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever has God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. Y'all have a great day and I look forward to talking with y'all tomorrow.